listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Mikey H, Chickapedia, and Watch for Zombies. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. and thanks for joining us on the 312th episode of Final Girls Horror Cast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. On today's episode, we're discussing No One Gets Out Alive, as selected by our all-knowing Wheel of Terrors. As a reminder, we do tend to spoil things, so continue at your own risk. No One Gets Out Alive is streaming on Netflix, so check that out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Or read the book. I was just going to say, or read the book, yeah. But apparently they're not very similar. I don't know. We'll get into it. We'll dig into it. Uh, but before we jump into today's film, let's get started with the segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Founder's Day with a January 19th release date. It's written and directed by Eric Bloomquist, who wrote and directed She Came From the Woods. It's also written by Carson Bloomquist. Whew. I had trouble with Bloomquist. Just the <laughs> second time. The first time, no problem. <laughs> So the sailing IMDb, and then <laughs> and then not so much uh the imdb summary is a small town is shaken by a series of ominous killings in the days leading up to a heated mayoral election this so. may this trailer was nice and short yep. it made me think of like a horror night's maze that they decided to write into a movie sure like, do you know what i mean yeah I was like, okay, I feel like I've been, I've walked through this before. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a low budget slasher and I am here for all the low budget slashers. Bring them to me. Let's go. Apparently, Eric Bloomquist is a, um, one of the winners or something of Project Greenlight or was involved, short film was involved in Project Greenlight. So that's pretty exciting. I know most of his previous works are short films. I think he That's did awesome. one other him. feature-length film. So, uh, yeah, let's check it out. I'm excited. I mean, it's... Let's go. I love the return of the slasher. I feel like it's really starting to come around, and uh, I like where it's coming. I like where it's going, and uh, I like where it's coming, Carly. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Same. I'm going to jump on that I, I started wagon. my eggnog a little bit too early before recording... You know, I'm supposed to wait until I get through this part to start nah, drinking, um, but sometimes I do it before, and then I have a hard time with words and names and things. You're amongst friends. We're all we're all good here. It's true, but I love I love a good uh, slasher in a mask who done it. I also love a bad one, so it, this could go either way, and I'm down either way. I also love a January fun movie release. Me too. Me too. So. I'm on board. Me too. I, I wonder, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing this is going to be a digital release, but possibly uh, some theatrical releases coming. I don't know. We'll have to keep our eyes out. I think because I sent this, was this the one I sent in the Discord? Uh, possibly. 
I think I saw this when I was at the movies. Oh, okay. Not not the trailer, but I saw oh. like a poster. Interesting. So maybe and, theatrical then. Yeah, maybe. And okay. I was like, I gotta text this. So I do that sometimes. You know, January <laughs> it's very possible theatrical yeah. in January. Yeah. Yeah, especially with the strike, there's probably a slow roll. Yeah. Some, some movies getting released. So fair, fair. We'll take what we can get. All right. Are we ready? I'm ready. Okay. Get this party started. We're going to get this party started and finished with (laughs) No One Gets Out Alive from 2021, directed by Santiago Mangini. This is his first feature-length film, written by John Croker, who did The Woman in Black 2, as well as Fernanda Koppel. Koppel? I think you're right the first time. Thank you. Um, And it's based on the novel by Adam Neville. The IMDb summary is, after being forced to take a room in a boarding house, an immigrant in search of the American dream finds herself in a nightmare she can't escape. All right. Mm -hmm. So you didn't like this. Your text messages indicated you are not interested. And your one (laughs) note. Do you want to share with the class what your one note that you wrote down in your notebook was? My one note was, <clears throat> I'm kind of bored. <laughs> and I wrote four pages of notes. So there's that. Um, um, I So it definitely, it caught my attention more towards the end. My boredness came from everything at the beginning felt frustrating to me because it was like all the things that you should never do were done and up until the part where shit kind of starts to go down and they're like trapped in the house I was like frustrated with that's Um, interesting because I felt very much not like that like I felt yeah I mean I felt like everything Ambar did was out of desperation like she didn't have a choice most of the time i think Um, i mean she had a choice to like get weirdly i think my my thing was street no 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 i think i mean it makes like okay her getting the place like that made sense all of that and so like a really big apartment like you know that was that's great um I understand her even giving the money to that woman for an ID, even though I don't think it was the best choice. I understand why she did it. Mm -hmm. I think her getting frustrated with her employer twice, like once when she was asking for the advance and then again when she was like demanding where that woman like lived. I was like, well, that was kind of a stretch. Also, um, her... Uh, I forget which. This is why I need to write notes. Um, <laughs> you did. You did uh, write I wrote, notes. I did. I wrote a note. Um, the also when the um, was it her uncle that yes. uh, that came to the door when she was like trapped inside. Yeah. He should have just accepted that this man was trying to keep him out of the apartment and gone to the police yes. instead of like barging in. And I was like, dude, come on. Okay, but um, I think all of those things have reasons. Like, you may not like those reasons, but I definitely felt why she did all those things, why all I, of those things were done. 
I think this is the thing of where it comes into play with this being a book. I feel like having longer to like get to know this character for me personally and like it but for me it felt like she just came out swinging at 11 versus like building up to get there that to that all that to say like I also enjoyed that this movie was like only an hour and a half long um but yeah I it's fair that it didn't work for you it did work for me though like I was I loved the monster though I loved her like I liked her character a lot um Mm -hmm. and I really liked seeing I I was going to say the opposite that mm-hmm. I, I liked how it was a lot of oh this is probably a bad decision but what other choice do I have mm-hmm. um a lot and yes she makes bad decisions but the bad decisions she's making are pretty much based on she doesn't have a lot of options sure. I, I feel like a lot of the things she does she's doing because it's really all she can do She's mm-hmm. not legal in the country. So going to the police is, you know, you're, you're not probably option. not going to be staying there much longer. Right. Um, so that's why I think she didn't go to the police. She didn't want her uncle to go to the police. And you and I well know that probably what he's thinking in that scenario is that she's part of like human trafficking. Uh, and if that's the case, you don't want to leave. <laughs> because yeah. she could be gone in two seconds. Uh, so, I, I mean, I I don't... While I think mm, knowing what's happening, these are bad decisions, I could also see how it could totally happen like that. Sure. Um, the same thing with, like, her living there for so long. Why didn't she leave sooner? Because uh, she'd be on the street, <laughs> you know? Yeah, or I don't necessarily think she should have boss. ever... When mm-hmm. she yelled at her boss... I mean, I also understood that he was she had no choices and he was not helping her and he's the only one that could. So, I mean, I again, probably not the best choice, but out of desperation, I could totally see that happening. Um, Yeah, I I don't ever think she should have left where she lived because obviously she came from someplace that was like less than desirable unless she like went to her uncle before that um but yeah well it's not and it's not like they knew each other right Mm -hmm. they they weren't it's not like they were close family they're extended family he met her just for the first time recently um and they're supportive but also like you know keeping her at an arm's length a little bit because you know you don't you don't know you don't know the person you know, you want to trust and help them, but Did also... Did they ever say why they never had met before? I think just because her mother and her were living in a different country and mm. extended family. I mean, there's lots of extended... I have lots of extended family that I barely know. Oh, I thought he was her uncle. I don't think... I think it's like second cousins or something. Okay, that's different. Yeah. I think he's like her mom's cousin, maybe. Gotcha. I think. Gotcha, gotcha. So, I thought the monster was really cool. Uh, the monster is very cool, and in true ritual fashion, like such a weird mishmash of different things. Um, Adam Neville, who wrote the novel, uh, also wrote the ritual, so you'll notice some 
similarities there. God, the ritual is so good. I know, the ritual is so good. <laughs> I'm really uh, curious to read this book because I feel like I'd like the book. Yeah, the, the trivia here sh- states that the ending is very different in the movie than in the book. Um, I would love to read the book, um, even though horror books aren't usually my thing. Um, I don't know why. Just I don't want to escape into a scary world for that long. <laughs> That's why I like movies. They're short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's over. Um, but... I think, I don't know. I, I heard the book's really good. I liked the movie. I, I thought the ending was a little rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't quite understand it as much as I hoped to. Um, but I did, I did like, I did like the movie as a whole. Like, I would watch it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. The end was a little, I felt like the whole thing was a little rushed. I guess. But also, yeah. There were things I, that I liked about it. I, there were there was a lot that I liked about it. Um, it's not perfect, but I think for like a newer director, new-ish director, um, did a good job. And, I'd definitely uh, watch another flick from... Yeah, it was freaky. I mean, I was, mm-hmm. I was on the edge of my seat in moments and... Um, I liked that it wasn't tortury because it definitely felt like it was going to get tortury a few times, and it's just mm-hmm. not that kind of movie. So don't fear not if that's your worry. <laughs> it is more I, supernatural than that. Yeah, I liked the um, I liked the parts where there were like ghost playbacks of things that happened in the yeah. past. That was kind of my favorite part. Yeah, I liked that a lot too. And the creature design is just fun. Yeah, the creature design is fun. Moth person with man arms and... (laughs) (laughs) That loves living in in its own little box. And lives in its own little stone box. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't totally understand what the deal was like. I mean, I got that he had to, like, sacrifice people, but I wasn't... And maybe I just like dozed off or something. I don't think I fell asleep while I was watching this, but I definitely was distracted. Um, but like, yeah, I guess I just didn't. I didn't catch the the lore necessarily while I was watching. I don't it. think we know a lot about the lore. Okay. Um, I think we know what she knows, which is okay. not a lot. And what she knows is that there is a there was a stone box in the basement of this house when these uh, boys, these men were boys and were growing up in the house. The dad found this box and became obsessed with it. And there's like a demon that lives in it. And he basically has to feed it to get it to. I don't know, be his friend. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was I was unclear as to what the purpose of the whole thing was, which is, so I, think, I think, again, the dad, the, the dad went crazy, obviously, mm. uh, in feeding this demon and was getting abusive to his family members. And so the brothers killed the dad 
Uh, and then the older brother, who was protecting the younger brother the whole time, he then became obsessed with this demon and then basically took his father's place and became really abusive and shitty. So um, it's it's like allegory for trauma and violence. Oh, my God. Right. That's not like what I gathered from it all. I thought that like the oh. older brother was sick and then like this demon like helped him. And then now the now because the demon helped him, he had to like feed people too. They definitely yeah. they definitely said <laughs> like, he was sick quite a few times, but I, I feel like the sickness is more like a mental sickness mm. from, you know, being obsessed with the demon. But maybe I misread that. Maybe he is actual sick. I'm sure that it's like something in the middle Not where like I I didn't it. read into it enough. <laughs> Well, I think in reality, the whole point is the cycle of the cycle of violence and the cycle yes. of like, like the younger brother's the enabler and mm-hmm. the older brother is like violent um, human and yeah. and how their relationship together is awful and perpetuates more violence, more violence. and harm. And so uh, I it's it's fairly i mean at least to me evident i think the the part i'm most confused about is our main character ambar who her mother was sick and she'd been taking care of her mother her whole life and her mother passed away and that's when she finally felt like she could have this life and the entire time we're learning about this she's having flashbacks to her mother um the whole time I'm thinking, oh, she killed her mom because she wanted to have a life. She was tired of taking care of her mom. Yeah. And her mom kept being too. sick. So, like, we do find out that she did actually kill her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and apparently the demon liked that and just left her alone is what I got from that. Like, I don't... <laughs> like, the demon just did not, like... I don't understand what happened there. It's like Me the demon either. was like, respect. I'm yeah, not going to kill like, I'm you. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to go into that box now. <laughs> you do you, girl. And which then is, she fixed her broken ankle. Which is so strange to me. It's like yeah. maybe the demon can't eat a human that has killed someone or, you know, maybe it only wants like innocent or pure hearted humans. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know why that happened. And that bothers me more than the lore of the demon itself. Sure. Maybe if we knew the lore, we'd know why that happened. Yeah. Maybe so I'll read the book and I'll let you know. There's more story there. But apparently, I don't even know if this demon is in the book. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Apparently, <laughs> there is an IMDb note that says that the movie changes the book's monster massively. Oh. Uh, and that the in the source material, there is an ageless spirit uh, oh. that cannot be found at all in this movie. So uh, I don't think that this monster exists in the book. Okay. <laughs> Which might be why people who like the book dislike the movie so much. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what the fuck is this moth thing? I kind of feel like I'm glad that I saw the movie first because I yeah. do appreciate it for what it is. But if it's that massively different than the novel, I'm sure I would have been super pissed. Like, what the hell am I watching? So yeah. um, maybe it's good that we watch the movie first so we can we can appreciate it as its own thing. I honestly often feel that way. Yeah. Like if something, if something that I know is a book is turned into a movie, 
in my brain, I want to read the book before I see the movie, but a lot of times I'm happy that maybe I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on how closely the director is following the source material. For sure. Because think about The Shining, right? The Shining movie is pretty wonderful and flawless and people love it. But it's not quite like the source material. And so if you read the book first, or if you're Stephen King, you might hate the book, the movie, because it's not your story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But if you watch the movie first, you can appreciate for what it is. Um, So I think that, like, it depends. I do too. And I think it's also a double-edged sword because sometimes it's just impossible to have a full-length novel in an hour-and-a-half-long movie. You know? It's like, it doesn't really ever work. Totally. Unless it's multiple movies, you're going to be losing something important, right? It's just too much information to shove into a movie. Something's got to go. Characters are going to get merged, um, stories are going to get fall off completely. Um, Ends are going to completely change. I mean, I even Harry Potter, I was like, the books are so much better. <laughs> they are. Harry Potter's like, I think the one series that I can, I read the books first, but I can still like, I, I still love the movies, even the changes. There are things that I wish maybe were different. But, like, I'm still on board, and I'm happy that both exist. The, you know? the movies are great, but the books are insanely better, <laughs> story-wise. There's just, I just remember when I read the books and then watched the movies right after being disappointed every time because there's so many, like, exciting and fun little details that are just completely not even brought about in the movies Mm -hmm. so it's pretty um it's pretty hard to do it successfully uh and i would say impossible to do it where everyone's happy two books and movies are pretty good i think chris columbus did a great job and then they kind of go their own ways especially they're just they're just very it's just the stories are so much more complicated than they seem on Mm -hmm. screen Mm -hmm. um so there's just so much that's that's just it couldn't possibly i'm not saying that the books the movies are bad it's just there's no way it could be as good as the novel because there's just so much more information so much more interest so much more character development like so much more everything Mm -hmm. because there's just more time to do it um that's why it, Peter it, Jackson took The Hobbit and made it three movies. <laughs> I did. It's true. And I think that the the, the most successful uh, film adaptations of, of written material are going to be like short stories, poems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> those kinds of things because you're building on that. You're building like on a series, smaller source material. Like a short series. Yes, correct. I think my favorite uh adaptation that i'd seen ever at least the most accurate and interesting uh was brokeback mountain which i think because it's a short story um the film works really really well because there's more character development there's more interesting things you're getting more from it 
Um, so I remember when I saw the movie after reading the short, the short story, I was like, oh, like, this is great. <laughs> cool. I but, never even realized that it was a short story. Yeah. I don't know if it's a novella or a short story. I read it in college uh, for one of my literature classes. Um yes. And and it was around the time that the movie was coming out. So I was like, oh, I'll go check that out because I just read it. Um, and I was like really pleasantly surprised. So I think really that's the that's the time mm-hmm. where I can really appreciate it. Other times, sometimes I think it's better to watch the movie first. Yeah. <laughs> so even though it might do spoilers, but in this case, it doesn't because apparently yeah. it doesn't even have the same monster. So there you go. No, totally. I was going to mention this later, but um, I felt that way about the I was happy that I read the book before I saw The Hunger Games, like the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because I felt like they did a, a, an OK job, like with, you know, showing District 12 and how like that whole thing is. But yeah. like, I think I needed the source material to like enhance that. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I f- and I think that you're right. Hunger Games and also Harry Potter's like that. Mm-hmm. Like rewatching Harry Potter after reading the books, I was like, I remember watching it with Tony, and I'm like, oh, did you even understand that this and this was happening? Because it was like, yes, it was. So it was. Subtle. It happened, but it was so subtle that if you didn't read the books, you wouldn't have even. <coughs> Sorry, I'm dying. Noticed it. Yeah. No, totally. Um, my eggnog went down the wrong throat. Oh, that's the worst. Wrong down the wrong throat. Went went down the wrong <sighs> pipe. You're doing I'm gonna it. slow down and try talking at a normal pace and see if that helps. <laughs> You're killing it. I'm not. Uh but that's okay. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can, Carly. You know? That's <laughs> all we can do. Let me tell you. Also, I don't think I've ever seen a movie that took place in Cleveland. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's got to be some 90s comedy or something. What do you think? I'm Googling it. The Drew Carey show is all that comes to mind. <laughs> Cleveland Rocks. A Christmas story. Cleveland Rocks. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that that was in Cleveland. How would we no, know that? Major League, like literally. <laughs> uh, never saw it. That's so funny. Um, yeah. Also, I'm not really. I'm just Googling it and seeing what comes up. So I, I, yeah. I haven't done any I got, further. I got that. Re- research. <laughs> I figured you That's... didn't just ma- randomly memorize Cleveland movies. <laughs> no, not today. Oh, did you notice there was a part where there was like a newscast over the radio and they're talking about how four lost there were four lost hikers in the oh, woods. I didn't. Oh, cuz that was definitely like a reference the to the ritual, which is super cute. Super cute. That's so cute. Yeah. All right. I don't know. That's, I liked that's... it. Carly was bored. I was bored until the end. I was like, "Okay, maybe I spoke too soon." I mean, there are some exciting... There's some. There's something for you there. I mean, it's not... It's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, it's only an hour and a half. Yeah. You know? I mean, I wouldn't... I'm not bummed that I watched it. There was some cool moments, um, for sure. And the creature was awesome. And I'm curious to read the book. There we go. The end. 
Maybe we should read um, his other... He has a few other books. I'm going to definitely put him on my to-read list. Goodreads. Yeah. Love me some Goodreads. Sounds good. All right. Yeah, check it out, guys. It's on Netflix. Watch it while it's still on there. Who knows when it's leaving? Not me. I don't know. Could be soon. Could not be soon. I feel like it's been on there for a while, so. It has. Yeah, it won't be there forever. Yeah. All right. So how are you doing over there, Carly? What's going on? I'm, I'm all right. I um, I feel like I've seen a few things Ooh, that I'd love tell. to talk about. Yes, um, please. And they were all based off of books. So I was like, oh, this is like the perfect episode it to is. speak about them. Um, and I felt similarly about each of them, including this movie, where like, I think they were fine, but I could have done with more information. And so I'm definitely interested in reading the books. One of those, I got to see a sneak peek of the movie Eileen, um, which I think is coming out next month with Thomas and Mackenzie and uh, Anne Hathaway. And Anne Hathaway, man. She's amazing. She's the greatest. Um, and she was amazing in this. I think uh, I've heard really good things about the book. I feel like the movie, I wanted more. Give from me it. a quick summary. What's it uh, about? So it's about a girl who works in a prison. Okay. She. Her father was uh, is a retired cop who's basically a raging alcoholic and like had was I think he was discharged from the the police because he's uh, he's all over the place. Um, the the mom died and she's taking care of him. He's a mess. He verbally abuses her all the time and tells her kind of like what a piece of shit she is. Nice. Um, so she's very like meek and plain and. She meets Anne Hathaway, who is a psychiatrist and, like, is insanely glamorous. It takes place, I want to say, in the 60s. Okay. Um, but I'm not – don't hold me to that. But, like, definitely, like, that era. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like a film noir situation okay say like too much about it um but it's definitely like what's you know where are we going um and i enjoyed it the performances were like really amazing i think there was just um something about the storytelling that made me want more Mm -hmm. um and so i think that's kind of why i that would be one that i'd I'd like to read the book of and maybe Mm -hmm. i wish that i had read the book before i saw the movie um okay it's from Neon, I think. Okay. Definitely check out the trailer. All right. Um, I'll do. And then I also saw the new Hunger Games movie. Which, oh. Which uh, was also a book <laughs> that I didn't realize. Yeah. And I think I, I wish I also would have read that book before I saw the movie because um, while it's not an hour and a half, it's definitely a longer movie. It's kind of about – it's a prequel, right, about mm-hmm. snow. Mm-hmm. Um and his kind of metamorphosis from being like a normal person to like the devil. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I just think the flow of it felt weird 
Um, but yeah, it was still like, I'm happy that I saw it. Like, I still enjoyed it. I just think that like, like that first Hunger Games book where I'm happy that I read it before I saw the movie because I got all of the information. I feel like this would have been helpful. But the performances were amazing. Viola Davis in this movie is terrifying. Um, She is so scary, but she plays it like so well. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So those are... Those are my watches. Oh, nice. Awesome. What what about you? You know, I've been crocheting a lot. (laughs) I love that. I love when you send me pictures of the things that you're crocheting. I'm just showing. I really, like, I have, like, three different things going right now. Um, I've been just hopping from project to project, um, trying to crochet things for Christmas presents, and then also trying to crochet things for myself, and then also trying to crochet things for my dog. (laughs) So um, So cute. Tell them what you made for Hank. um, Well, right now I'm making him a sweater. Um, It's meant to look like a candy cane. Um, I am not following a pattern, which could very well be a mistake. Um, but I'm using one of his existing sweaters as like a template. So I'm optimist. I'm optimistic. Um, (laughs) he's just, he's a very, he's part pit bull. So he's got like those, some stocky, muscly, Mm-hmm. Uh, neck shoulder areas but yeah, he's not chest. as stocky as like a, a full-on pit bull is so um it's hard it's hard to fit him in certain things you know uh and so i found one uh i found him like this sweater he loves wearing sweaters it's hilarious but he has a very naked belly and he is a southern california boy he does not like the cold so we do <laughs> We do put sweaters on him, but only because he likes it. He like asks for it. He like goes over and like paws at it. Like, hey, That's put this so on me. Cute. He loves to burrow and be under blankets too. So anyway, long how, story how, short, I'm making him a sweater that is red and white and striped like a candy cane. I can't wait to see. Uh, it's his Christmas sweater. It's his Christmas sweater. <laughs> I love that. How does he do? Because I know in the summer he is mm-hmm. very active in the mm-hmm. pool. He is. Um, yes. Does is he still wanting? Like, does he still like the idea of going in the pool, or does he like? Nope, it's cold. Like, no, thank Girl, you. He just jumped in yesterday. Um, <laughs> do we want him to? Uh, no. Does his ball sometimes fall in the pool and then he leaps in after it? Yes, that's what happens Aww. most of the time. Um, but usually he's been running around. He's already like so hot that he he doesn't. But he definitely is more hesitant to just jump in now than if it was hot outside. He's like, it's uh, cold in there. Like now if I scream no at him after his ball falls in, he might hesitate rather than just leap right in after it. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, he still will. He still will That's so <laughs> jump funny. right in there. <laughs> he's he's a watery kind of guy. Did I ever send you, there's like this um, a video of like a dad and his his kid who wants to go swimming, but it's yes. like freezing out. And he's yes. like, I, I want to go swimming. Yeah. Yeah. And then he jumps in and he's like, I don't want to go swimming anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you learn. That's yep. how you learn. He's um, like, right, bud. <laughs> that video was really funny. 
but yeah, because I'm crocheting so much, I'm not like staring at the screen. I'm usually just have things on in the background. So I've been tending to watch things that I have already watched or I'm not that interested in. So Tony's very much had control of the remotes a lot of the time because uh, I'm not super invested in what I'm watching. The rest of the time, it's like The Office or Abbott Elementary or Friends or something I've seen a billion times uh, and is lighthearted and easy to watch because I will sometimes pay attention and sometimes not. Um, So, yeah, I started the Christmas movie thing. My friend came over who also crochets and we watched Black Christmas while crocheting, which was fun. Um. Yeah, she had never seen it. So she was she was crocheting less than me. <laughs> she was very invested. Because it's so good. It's I'm going very to see good. That next week. Yeah, so I I'm gonna start making my horror movie uh Christmas list uh of films I wanna watch. Um Black Christmas is always on that, so I mark that one off. And then I can start figuring out what else I'm gonna watch. Love it. Yeah. Better Watch Out is always a good one. Oh, man. So brutal. I love it. Yeah. There you go. That's all I got. But yeah, crocheting a lot. Crocheting a lot. (laughs) It's my mental health break from everything. You know. So needed. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything uh, fun coming up? Anything you're going to be doing? watching um black christmas i'm gonna yeah. go see the black christmas silent night deadly night at new bev nice but I, I never stay for silent night deadly night so maybe this is the year that i'm gonna do it do you don't even I, like silent night deadly night that much i know i don't yeah but we'll see <laughs> to be determined it's too bad it's not doubling with violent night because violent night's a blast <laughs> i wish it was but yeah. apparently they've been doing this Oh, gosh, now I forgot. It's been a long time. I feel like since, like, 2005 or something. Yeah. Crazy like that. Sure. Um, so, yeah. I'm excited. Nice. That's all I can remember. Yeah. Getting ready for Hanukkah, for Christmas, yeah. all the yes. things. I got all my tree up. But I didn't finish decorating yet, so just the tree. Just the tree is good to go. You have some time. Yeah. Yeah. My parents are coming to visit, so maybe I'll... I don't know. Is it is it okay if I get my 70-something-year-old father on a ladder, or should I maybe not do that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How old is too old to make your dad go on a ladder, is my question. As long as he has a spotter. Yeah, okay. All right. You know? Maybe I'll have Tony do it. He can be the spotter. I think that's probably a better idea. (laughs) Depends how your dad's balance is, of course. He's got great balance. My dad did martial arts for a very long time and still, like, he exercises more than I do. I'm sure he's fine then. He's probably probably got better balance than I do, to be real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, mine's not the best either. No. Oh, oh my gosh. The holidays are upon us. I know some people are not into it. 
I was just telling my coworkers today, I'm like, I wish I didn't like Christmas as much as I do. Like, I wish like, I liked Christmas like a normal people do. I feel like mm-hmm. I get way too excited about it as a 30-something old woman, you know? <laughs> I love the holidays, though. I definitely haven't gotten the bug yet, but no. I've been... I've been places where they are fully decorated. Like I went to Disney and that was very Christmassy. I went to Universal Mm -hmm. and I I get excited when I'm around it. So I think like as December, as we go into December and everything starts to like feel like Christmas, I'll get more excited. Yeah. I just, the the movies are on TV. The music is on the radio. My tree is up. Like the bug has already bit me, you know, it's not even December yet. Good. You deserve all of the all the Christmas bugs. Well, thank you, Carly. I appreciate that. that. Hey, Should we anytime. spin this wheel? Let's fucking do it. Whoa. I'm Language. <laughs> We're cow. talking about Christmas. I had to break the Jeez, break Carly. Holy shit. Oh. Okay. So aggressive. I'm so aggressive. People always say that about you. They do. They're like, that's one aggressive bitch. <laughs> definitely not what anyone's ever said but i love it i'm gonna start saying that about you anytime anyone mentions you that aggressive bitch please do all right let's get ready to spin the wheel of terrors enter wheel of terror sound effect (laughs) okay here we go wheel of terrors Dead Rise. Oh, interesting. All right. And that is on oh Prime Video and HBO. There you go. Take your pick. Cool. For me, it will be Prime Video because I got rid of Max. For oh. me, it will be Max. There you go. In case they're different. <laughs> yeah. That's how we'll find out. Exactly. I'll be like, what are you talking about? Mm, too much eggnog, Carly. Why did I do that? I don't know. Hydrate. You'll be good. Uh, yeah. Need some water. Okay. So join us next week when we discuss Evil Dead Rise, available on Prime Video and Max. And until then, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. 